You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Munch. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy, and thank you for checking out the Paper Cuts Podcast, issue 97. I am your host, Dan Ryan. Joining me this week is Mr. Matthew Much. Oh, it's so warm everywhere. And Mr. Evan John Goldstein. Well, it's only 91, but it feels like 104. <laughs> they just 90? say it's 104. Don't tell me I, what the weather was like. How do you numerically perfect. value feel? <laughs> uh, not joining us this week is Mr. Dean DeFalco. He is... It doesn't fucking matter. It, he's somewhere. Not he here. It's up fine. to his armpits in circuitry. Yeah, I sure. that robot girlfriend we all wish we had. Ooh, <laughs> robot hands. Nice Speaking recovery. of robot hands, gentlemen, issue number one that we're going to talk about this week is Mycroft Holmes. Okay. Written by Kareem right. Abdul-Jabbar. Came that, out last week. Was, was we that didn't read it. Really? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I really... That that's, yeah. that's what it says. The Kareem it's, Abdul-Jabbar? That's what I said. Was Kareem, it one of the other Kareem Abdul-Jabbars, perhaps? <laughs> Uh, what's your vector, Victor? <laughs> We've got clearance, Clarence. <laughs> That's right. Airplane references. How can they be lost? They're on instruments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, so this is a book about Mycroft Holmes being just a fucking badass and being a smarmy dick in his philosophy class and saving the British Empire for Queen Victoria, and it was fucking great. So is it, like, considered <laughs> canonical that Mycroft Holmes is just a scuzzy Sherlock Holmes? Or is that well, a new angle? In, in, the, in the Arthur Conan Doyle novels, Mycroft yeah. is... Evan, this will be a reference for you, Matt. I, I'm not sure you will get it, but you remember the X-Men? I think it was an X-Men villain, the Slug. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> what? No. That I, is. I that's don't. Mycroft. He is a giant fat fuck who, like, doesn't. He's trying to eat himself to death. Like, if 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 you saw the um the the Sherlock Christmas special that came out this past year, the Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch show, and in that Bitch. episode, Mycroft is super fat. Right. And there's the, yeah. there's a whole discussion about him, like trying to eat himself to death before Sherlock, like they have a better whatever. That is what Mycroft traditionally is. I don't think this like. A billionaire philanthropist playboy kind of thing that he had going on oh. in this issue is canonical, but it was really good. Well, does that mean coming out of a conch shell? Yes. Okay. Yes. Canonical is con. Like you base. can put it up to your ear and hear the sounds of the ocean. Hear yes. the ocean. Okay. Just like this book, if you curl it into like a tube and... No. Uh, but it's a British the Baker shell, Street, so it's got an accent. Right. It's a little weird. <laughs> Shh! Oi! Oi, mate! Shh! <laughs> the, uh, the Baker Street Wikia, which is, you know, even more credible than Wikipedia. Certainly. Says he's the older brother of Sherlock Holmes. He possesses even greater powers of observation and deduction. He just lacks the energy and inclination to use them. Interesting. Yeah, he's a lazy fuck. Um, and he is a larger, stouter man. 
that's the nice way of did anybody it. else think that this was going to be like a team up between him and his brother just by the title i did like, not like mycroft and holmes not mycroft holmes yeah uh, no well, me only be, one I okay mean, he shit like shit lick as he calls him was in there <laughs> that was pretty he awesome. was in there <laughs> acting like kind of a tool good evening shit lick um <laughs> my dear brother my crotch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this book was fucking great. I'm sad we didn't read it last week. Like, I want to retroactively go back and read it so we could have talked about it instead of the bullshit we had to talk about last week. This, this came out last week, not yeah, this week? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And it was so interesting looking from the solicitations. We ignored it. Put it up for uh, oh. <laughs> this week. Oh, you know? okay. Um, what, did we, and I th- what did we think about the art in this issue? Uh, the best art I've seen this week. Yeah, really good, yeah, right? I, I really like the art. Really good art. Whoever the guy is. Who, is it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> not the art. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is doing the whole I'm looking thing. For... No, he's not. I, I'm looking for another name. Hold on. Is there a splash page somewhere? In the cover, right? I, I, I'm just looking for in, like who did the pencils. Because there's Raymond Abfeld and Joshua Kassara, but I don't know who did what. Oh, so, that's so true. Louis Guerrero and Simon Boland. I'm just going to attribute it to the rest of the Harlem Globetrotters. Green <laughs> <laughs> Abdul Jabbar wasn't a Globetrotter? Once a team, always a team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but how else am I going to reference that, the Harlem Globetrotters? That, well, that's that's a fair point. Sir. Well, it really doesn't say. Yeah, no, it just it just lists all the creators with Kareem Abdul Jabbar's name real big at the top. Apparently, this is based off of a novel that he has written. Um, who a, Kareem? Yeah, about this story. Apparently, there is all right. Like now, in all seriousness, is it really Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yes, for real. Like it, the, his, like the his, basketball player. Yeah, he of the sleeping with the hundreds okay. of women and the scoring okay. of all the points. Yeah, that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he slept with hundreds of women, hundreds and thousands yeah. of women. Yes, I mean, I it's guess like a thing. After a moment's thought, I'm not surprised, but. Initially, <laughs> initially it seemed like took you for a loop there a bit, but that seems like a lot. Yeah, this uh, a new novel written by NBA All Star Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I guess it is the same okay. one. Oh, nice! I he did a really good job. He did a good job. He did such a good job. I am thinking about picking up this book. That's how good a job. Yeah. I, wait, wait. We don't do real books here. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I'll, if I'll it doesn't have artwork in it, we don't talk about it. You're you're talking about a book without <laughs> pictures. <laughs> savage. I scoff. <laughs> I scoff. <laughs> That's me scoffing <laughs> at your No. It was it was awesome. Like I I am so pleasantly surprised by this book cuz it was like, all right, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote a book about Minecraft homes. How good can that be? And we got at least 3 panels of boobs. Yeah, so, four. Courtesy breasts. I mean, it starts I mean, off they're, with boobs. They're stone. Like, yeah, but yeah, stone boobs, but boobs nonetheless. They're good. good stone boobs. I, I, this is a definite buy this. Go find, because I'm sure your local comic book shop didn't order it, so go ask them to hit up the diamond reorder chart and fucking get this Mycroft Holmes book. It was really Titan good. Comics. Interesting. And um, multiple levels of novelty. I mean, you got something written by an NBA star. Mm-hmm. You got something about Mycroft Holmes instead of Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, Boobs. You know, all kinds Boobs. of great... Uh, Apocalypse handbooks. Great artwork. 
The boobs are just a bonus. Right, this, Great art. This was a fucking super solid book. I'm calling book of the year. That's it. We're not even going to do a show at the end of the year. Whoa. This was it. Thought exercises <laughs> no, it. with the with the dog and the Mona Yeah, Lisa? who would you? That, that's an interesting question. So that for those of you who haven't been able to read this book yet or, or can't find a copy when you're listening to this, the philosophy professor in the story poses a question. In in a burning house, you have the Mona Lisa and you have a dog. Which do you go in and save? The worst. The dog. worst dog. Yeah, like not a, a good a, dog. Just the a worst shitty, dog. shitty dog. Drooling. But you can only save one. You know, Which do you go farting. in and save? Matt, who would you I, save? I, I'm. No, I actually immediately came to Mycroft's conclusion before I even read the following. Panels. All right, Evan, who would you save? I would probably go for the painting. Would you? Okay. Because if the dog is not smart enough to run to run and get his ass out of there, it's going to die in another way, shape, or form. Right. Sometime probably right. soon. It's probably going to eat a corn cob and <laughs> dead. And that's that. I'm pretty sure had I been in this class, I also would have insulted somebody's mother in the same way because I have a problem with authority. <laughs> you sound yes. like it. You yes, you, like do. you do. <laughs> I Mycroft goes for spoilers here. Mycroft's uh, answer to this is uh, I would save neither because the house is burning down and I would get hurt. Fuck you. Actually, he says the house is burning down and I would get my suit yeah. dirty. <laughs> it's so British. Not even I would get hurt. It's so British. <laughs> I would ruin a good suit. Oh, there is maybe just one small thing about this book that just occurred to me looking through mm-hmm. it again. Mm-hmm. You know how. You know, they'll give you a scene at the beginning it's as a hook. They'll reel you in with something action-packed. Right. And mm-hmm. just, in this case, boobs. And then just bring you back. Rule right. <laughs> large stone breasts. Um, and then everybody dies. Uh-huh. Well, and that's... Then, yeah. But then, in the course of the rest of the issue, they did not make it back to that. Well, they have to set up the Mycroft character, and that he's going to be working for the Queen. Queen Victoria. To defeat right. said th- it's thing. It's just that typically they'll, they'll come back around, you know, inside an issue, maybe? It, it, oh, honest, no. the book was so good that I, it didn't even bother me. Oh, absolutely, I agree. I only noticed it now. And uh, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm extra compelled to read the second issue whenever it comes out. Yeah, I, this we will be talking about this again. I am um, super pleasantly surprised. Love this book. Highest recommendation. It especially... Which is... Did you guys see uh, Kingsman Secret Service? Yes. Yeah, okay. I did. Felt very similar in tonality to that. Like, if you liked that movie, you will like this book. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's I'll fair. i that. But if you didn't like that movie, you, you might still might like still this like, book. That's true. Because it's so... But you also should like that movie because it was a fucking dope ass movie. (laughs) Sam Jackson with a lisp the whole time. The whole time. Didn't miss it at all. I actually watched it two or three times. So good. So good. Anyway, um, so let's jump over to books that uh, that came out this week. And I want to start with the Black Monday Murders written. Which Evan did not appreciate my joke. Written by uh, Jonathan Hickman with art by Tom Coker. 
Okay, the reason I didn't appreciate your joke was it was a fucking 60-page book, and you're cracking jokes, and I'm like, I gotta read this shit. Seriously, do you need help? Sorry. Always. <laughs> so, what the fuck was this book about? I mean, in, in typical Jonathan Hickman fashion, um, it's a very long book that is... <laughs> you have no idea. ...exquisitely written. The, the man yes. has the gift of of the written word like few others working in comics. Mm-hmm. However, the book was almost a, a little <laughs> bit off-putting because I had this overwhelming feeling that this book is smarter than me. <laughs> and it's just paper. I think just paper. That is not an unfair criticism that Hickman has garnered in the past because he writes when he is going to do a book, the amount of research and work he puts into it before uh, finger goes to keyboard, I suppose, um, mm-hmm. is so staggering that he almost gets lost in the fact that we have not done all that research too. So, like, you, he forgets. You got to give us a little bit more sometimes, John. Like, you know. I wasn't there with you up all night researching the stock market like apparently you have been and the different schools of economics, the Western school and the Eastern school. Like, this was all fucking... I, I liked the book. Now, that being said... In fairness... I liked it. With our, with our stock market knowledge, it could have all been horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> and we just... It was written so well, we just been like, oh It sounded my God. great. It sounded, it's, I, I, if you say it loud feel, enough and enough times, it becomes a fact. And with yeah. confidence. Slowly I feel like this story. Deliberately. <laughs> the story is, is about the stock market being controlled by a Cthulhu-like character that we haven't seen yes. yet. That is giving people either knowledge or magic. I don't, I, it's, but it's not like nobody's like powerful or They're transmuting money. Mammon is the the thing, the big thing mm. that we haven't met yet. <laughs> and that could be a little boy named Steve. Steve. We don't Steve know yet. He lives down the block. <laughs> Real good with fucking numbers. I mean, this guy. Holy shit! Take him to the tracks with you. If All you know what I'm hell, saying. God, Mammon. <laughs> it's. I, I, I don't know. There's yeah. I don't know how I feel about this book. I do feel dumber after it, <laughs> and and I am a relatively intelligent human being. Yeah, I well, I I feel that way after all of Hickman's books, though. Like after everything I read by fun. his, I go, uh, so I liked it because it was good, <laughs> but I liked it. I'm not sure why. I yeah, I don't know I why. I think I missed something. There's. Well, uh, the possible reason is that it just feels good somehow, even though you don't quite know how or why. Yeah, I, I, I I'll agree with we, that. We literally just read something we didn't even halfway understand, but it felt <laughs> good. I, I, you know, when he, when, when the the black detective guy mm. figured out the whole clock thing, I felt really satisfied with that scene. Mm. Right. Like I was like, Felt that was good. a good scene. Feels good, man. Well, and there, there. So okay, let, let's try and give a quick overview of the story here, just real quick. Um, be, 
Because Can we? Cthulhu controls the stock market. C- yeah. Good. There's, there's yeah. a thing. Uh, Cthulhu Illuminati. Cthulhu Illuminati in charge of the... St- Cthulhu Illuminati. Illuminati. We all tried yes. that. Cthulhu Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. That, let's go with that. Oh, he wrote Secret Wars. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, there's there's a, an organization that seems to be in charge of the money in the world, and it is speaking... It is, the money. Well, yeah, it is speaking to this idea that, you know, uh, what what the average everyday person thinks is rich is not really rich. Like uh, Chris Rock, I think, said it best, which this is a weird segue, but go with me here for a second. Um, he said, right. uh, you know, he was talking about the difference between rich and wealthy. And he said, if Bill Gates woke up with Oprah Winfrey's bank account, he would throw himself out of a fucking building. That is the difference between rich and wealthy. Shaquille O'Neal is rich. Mm-hmm. The guy who signs his paychecks is wealthy. Right? Okay. So, yes. this okay. idea that right. what we think of as actual real money is fucking nonsense. And there is just such a higher level to financial institutions around the world and that the laws don't matter the governments don't matter there are seven people pretty much that are in charge <laughs> of everything and they also seem to like speak in tongues at a weird time and have to sacrifice people if you're sitting on the stone chair like there there is a lot in this book like like we said it's a 60 page book so there's a lot to digest so, gorgeous artwork throughout epic. Yeah, yeah. The Rothschilds are involved. Mm-hmm. And, like, we get some... Are they real? Yeah. The Rothschilds were real people. I don't know if the lineage still exists. But... I'm sure it does to... Well, it's in the back of the book, Evan. At some point, but... Yeah, there's there's some murder mysteries going on. There's a detective here who is looking like he shows up at a crime scene of Daniel Rothschild and notices that there are items placed around the body that are that signify a clock and the body of the deceased of mr rothschild is pointing to eight o'clock so the detective tells the other people there he's like i'm taking over the crime scene don't fuck with anything until i come back at eight (laughs) why see but so cool my only question with that situation is how did he know that it was eight o'clock and not 1150 because one of his arms was longer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because <laughs> I looked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. The arms. Uh, yeah, I they're mean, the, that's they're the same length. <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair question. But it was clever the way it was written. I thought it was well done. Um, this is obviously not a book that we can fully judge. I don't think until uh, until we get a few more issues into it which is like most hickman books um but what i did mm. read i liked i th- i i would definitely recommend picking this up what do you guys feel absolutely yes it's amazing very very good even though i was confused it was still very very good it bears rereading yeah this yeah. this is not a book th- also one of the hands go ahead sorry one of the hands has two fingers extended. One of them has all five fingers well, there extended. You go. It's all in the details, Evan. You're missing the details. And one of the other details, 
is that Hickman wrote the first, or maybe the entire arc, I don't know how much, of a recent volume of the Avengers, mm -hmm. and he included a very similar alien language. I don't know if that's just a thing he doodles in his he spare does. time, but <laughs> it's in it's in Marvel. It's in what is this? Image. Boom. No, Image. It's, it's image. a lot of his books. So that's kind of like a Hickman yeah, thing. Yeah, if if you go back and look at the Manhattan Projects, this sort of thing is in there. Um, in the Nightly News, in uh the Red Wing, like I believe it's called the Red Wing. That might that might be incorrect. Something like that. The these little symbols and images kind of crop up throughout all of it, um, because he is also an artist. So he does like an, an artist. artist. He does like graphic design work, I believe. So that's where a lot of that comes in. But, um, cool. I also i I really liked the uh, the prose that was in here as well. The uh, the little blurbs that we get of explanation about different things. It's you know, words without pictures, but <laughs> really well written. And <laughs> I appreciate you describing and explaining what fucking prose means, asshole. Well, you, know. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> you know, when you actually combine letters together in a fluid-like manner. In a sentence-making structure. <laughs> what we have, sir. Oh. <sighs> Um, yes, but all of that prose still doesn't clear no, anything no, up. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just makes it more confusing, but, but in, in a, a good, good way. way. Like, this is the type of mystery where I'm excited to see where this is going. I want to find out what is happening next. So, it's a buy it from all three of us. Black Monday murders. There's a lot of shit I, coming. Can I just point out, did you guys read the actual full prose page mm -hmm. there where it's like a conversation between a guy who wants to make a, a mm -hmm. website and the people that are gonna okay that little thing at the bottom that it, in the stock market crash in 1929 yeah. wall street investors jumped off the bill is that is is what's printed here correct i don't know uh, people were jumping out of the, buildings because I was that little that was one page was fucking riveting. <laughs> but it was I when the stock market crashed, there were reports of people throwing themselves out of buildings because they had lost everything. Now Yeah, they were just yeah. <laughs> how much of that we can trust going back to media in the nineteen twenty nine? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you can trust them because they, they talk, talk like, like this. this. Johnson. Only people who are dead serious <laughs> talk like this. All right, so we all say bye, bye. correct? Absolutely. I waste some uh, fast talk. Bye. Mm. This is a definite bye from me. <laughs> Brought to you by Lucky, Lucky Strike. Strike. Oh, the flavor. All right, so now, now you have a 50-50 shot of pissing really? me off. Oh Some, no! I know wow. which yes. one's gonna piss you off. Let's let's do the one that's gonna piss you off first. Then I I had the other one pulled okay. up. But do we have to? We were doing so we were. well. <laughs> well, I can already tell that I am the lone man on the uh, on the island for this one. Oh, I am gonna on. fucking hang really? up on you. No, really? not really. Um, <laughs> he just quickly changed quit. his mind because we scared him. <laughs> how can I weasel my way out of this one? All star. You're gonna need a real weasel. <laughs> All-Star Batman, 
number one, written by Scott Snyder, art by John Romita Jr. for the first half of the book, Declan Shalvey for the second half of the book. Um, Changing artists. Well, mm-hmm. different stories. Don't that like I don't think that that's a knock against this book, personally. Um, All right. I you, guess you're right. You yeah. know, there, there were two different things. But, but what we have here is... It, Scott Snyder wanted to tell Batman stories that weren't necessarily so bogged down in continuity, and especially with the the rebirth continuity, he wanted to just tell a story that, that wasn't well, good. It's funny you say that. It's it's very funny now, you say that. Mr. Snyder has written, in my opinion, <laughs> the best Batman arc that there has ever been in the Court of Owls. Absolutely. Yeah. Ever? Wow. Yeah, really? I, I put that yep. above Year One, above Dark Knight Returns, above The Killing Joke. Court of Owls is fucking staggeringly good. I gotta read you that. Really do. You haven't read Court you of really Owls? No. Oh fucking phenomenal. I don't read oh DC. Oh my god. Absolutely phenomenal. There are very... So I guess there are very few you... trade paperbacks that <laughs> I buy and make sure I buy the hardcovers of because I want to have them and display them. That was one of them. It was like this has to happen. Well, then it's it ain't not a, a paperback. <laughs> it was a hardcover. Um, fucking really staggeringly, staggeringly brilliant. This was not that. <laughs> this is so. This was the antithesis of that. I yes. don't think it was the worst thing I've ever read, certainly. Oh, not the worst it, I've ever read. Well, I was in a bathroom at a restaurant yesterday huh. where on the bathroom stall, it actually said, New Jersey smells like gorilla taint. <laughs> so that may have been worse than this. But it's still a toss-up. I don't even think this issue was that bad. I really don't. Oh, I, I don't think it was good. <laughs> But coming from Scott Snyder and an artist that I like, Evan, I know you don't like Ramita Jr. at all. I do, though. I mean, no. I like him. I don't understand this was, why. This wasn't good. I mean, it was real bad. It, I don't understand how Ramita gets. I don't understand how JRJR <laughs> still gets work. And what the fuck happened to Declan, J-R-J-R. man? J.R. John Romita Jr. Yeah, but that sounds like Jar Jar, and everybody hates Jar Jar, too. <laughs> that, that there you true. go. You see the connection now. What happened to Declan? I don't know. It wasn't great. At the end of this book. It wasn't great. Was, like, I, I was I, I, really I, excited I recognized the name. I actually had to look that shit up. I was like, is that the it's same the guy? guy? I mean, he's done plenty of other stuff, too, but like most recently and most Famously, was his run on Moon Knight with uh, fucking, oh, God, I forgot the name of the writer, but it was really good. (laughs) It was, was, this was as if he broke his drawing hand and used the other one. Yeah, he had already been hired and he was under contract (laughs) to produce a book, but he had broken his hand, but he still had to churn something out. So he was using a combination of his offhand and his feet. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just talking. I was unaware of if the art was bad because I was so disgusted by the storytelling. It's uh, so okay. This first arc, the first half of the book is uh, dealing with cur- I guess current 
Batman storytelling. The second half of the book is going back and dealing with this new Robin character that we're not calling Robin. Um, first half, Duke. Duke. Yeah. First half of the book is My Own Worst Enemy, part one. Uh, this is where Ramita Jr. is writing, and it jumps around in the the nonlinear storytelling in this is so all over the place. It's borderline ridiculous. It's almost as if Scott Snyder listened to Mr. Much on this podcast and was like, oh, you think you don't like this shit now? I have got something for you, sir. Let me jump this all the fuck over the place. I mean, we flash back to 24 hours later, then two days later, then or 24 hours earlier, two days earlier, two weeks earlier, two days earlier. Like, what? Where? Fuck. Two days earlier of the two days earlier? Two minutes ago. Three seconds ago. (laughs) While you were reading this shit, here's what was happening in the bathroom. Like, it's so all over the place. (laughs) He wrote a single issue of a Batman comic, tore it into about (laughs) 19 pieces, threw them up in the air, and then slapped them all down on the table with his hand and said, that's the order of these scenes. (laughs) Just just throw a little yellow box and say, this is when it takes place. It'll He's clear everything up for everybody. Tea leaves. <laughs> what I what I found most troubling about this particular book is that Batman gets shot it. in the back by well, a fat guy. Well, that's because he trusts people too much. But <laughs> Batman doesn't trust <laughs> oh, anyone. What? Because that's Batman, the most yeah. trusting yeah. soul yeah. in the DC universe. That's what that's what I had a problem with in this book. This. Scott Snyder has done such a good job of getting Batman's voice and characterization up to this point. This felt like a completely different character. Is it Bruce Wayne? I we don't know. I well, yeah, because Alfred yeah, says he's got Alfred. Master Bruce like All right, so basic here's the story. Um Harvey Dent and Two-Face because they are separate people in this book even though they're still in the same body. Um Harvey Dent has had a moment of clarity and told Bruce Wayne that you need to take me back to the house where it all started, wherever the fuck that is. So they're flying off on a plane uh, and he's talking to Two-Face. Two-Face is apparently flying this fucking plane, I guess. He's on the left. Was he flying? I'm trying to look at it now. I don't think so. Well, he is... is He's, on the left. He's in the driver's seat but, here in America. But he's fly- but it's the back. Could be plane. a European plane. So maybe nobody's flying? And Bruce is just riding shotgun because he never gets a chance to? I honest to God didn't even get that that was too Oh, faced. really? No? Like, that's how convoluted this story so, was. Uh, well, yeah, he's got a bag over his head and one eye poking yeah, out. But, and but the bad the eye. eye. It could be the it two-faced eye. Two it is. The, it's on the left side. That's the two-faced side. Um, it is the Two Face. So they're they're talking, and Two Face has dirt on everybody. He he has a, a criminal web that has gotten out and has gotten you know information about the mayor and and the police officers and the criminals and people and whatever. And he and he he puts out a message and says, "Batman is trying to take me somewhere, but if you shoot us out of the sky, if you somehow manage to shoot the bat plane out of the sky and set me free, I will give you the combined wealth of the top three criminals um, in Gotham. You will have all their money. Make your wildest dreams come true and go. Like, that. that is pretty much his plan, is 
I'm going to use the greed of the people to see where we are. Batman says it's not going to happen. Two-Face is like, oh, you fucking bet your sweet ass it's going to happen. And lo and behold, it does. Because that was two two days days ago. ago. Because Alfred apparently has been telling Two-Face. Oh, no, I see it now. Batman's flying. I'm looking at the issue now. So he's got the, the fucking flight stick on the right. It's silly, Batman. Apparently, Alfred has told Two-Face, or told people, like, maybe he's talking to Two-Face, or Alfred shoots the Batplane out of the sky. I didn't really get that. But Alfred apologizes to a certain, like, in in a certain scene. He says, I'm sorry, I had to. So apparently, Two-Face has the worst information. Like, what could Alfred have done to make him... I don't him, know. Maybe Alfred wants out from under the thumb of maybe. the Waynes. I don't like that's so out of character, though. <laughs> yes, it is it's incredibly. Everything in this book is out of like character. It just it, none of it felt like Batman. Um, Batman has a chainsaw at one point, there, so that's cool. Batman and a huge has a chainsaw. Rack, so that's cool. Um, it was a fucking mess, man. But but we did get to see. Two Face, uh, Killer Moth, yeah. Fire, Fire, Firefly, Firefly, yep. and the, is it the Gentleman the Ghost? Gentleman Ghost. I love the Gentleman Ghost, man. I am, I'm a big, big <laughs> fan of the Gentleman Ghost, especially when he's played by Adam I West on uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. I haven't seen the Gentleman Ghost since that cartoon. But, and don't forget, we get the Black Spider as well. So, like, all these hired guns are coming out after Batman, Ooh. and. That's that apparently true. is going to be this storyline: is Batman and Two Face road tripping across the country while bad guys try and get them. Toot toot. <sighs> boo, yeah. boo earns. Boo indeed. Are you saying boo or burns? <laughs> no, sir. You're saying boo, boo earns. earns. Yeah, it, this was a fucking weird, a weird issue. What happened in the second half? Because I couldn't. Yeah, that was only yeah, the, so that's first the first half. half. The second half is uh, a story apparently involving uh, Mr. Zaz, which I fucking. I will forever hate the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy because they took Jaja, which is what he used to be, and turned him into Mr. Zaz. Jaja <laughs> is a way creepier fucking character and a way better name than Mr. Zaz. Like, sounds like a like a shitty clown. Jaja, Jaja, yeah, Jaja like, Gabor. Six in one, That's, half a dozen in the other. But anyway, so uh, apparently Mr. Zaz is uh has got a bunch of textile workers, like are importers, uh, but he he has cut them, he has sliced them so intricately. And so close together, these these knife wounds that he has made is that if you move to fix one, the other ones open up, which is not a thing. <laughs> like that's not a thing. You mean it's not realsies? I I know there's and like, despite reading comic books, you like Superman is not a fucking thing. I get that. Whoa. Ugh. What? No. Whoa. Huh? Every time someone says Superman's not a thing, another Superman <laughs> drops dead. What if you clap your hands and think good thoughts? I believe. <laughs> quick, quick derail here. Sorry, and I have to. I have to. 
there's a video. Toot, toot. There's a video of Bono giving a concert in like Ireland or some <laughs> shit. And he started like after a song, he gets on the mic and he's like, every time I clap my hands, like he starts, I can't do a Bono, but uh, he starts like clapping That's like rhythmically. Enough. He's like, every time I clap my hands, another child dies of AIDS. And somebody from the crowd yells out, well, stop fucking clapping then, you <laughs> wanker. Fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Thank you for reminding me of that, Matt, with you every time I super... Anyway, don't buy this book. This wasn't good. Happy to help. This book was bad. Oh, so bad. So bad. What was I saying earlier? Something about, like, nonlinear storytelling. What was it? It's like everybody who has a camera now thinks yeah. they're a photographer yeah. just because they mm -hmm. have a camera, but they're not. Mm. You're just taking a bunch of shitty selfies with Instagram filters. Well... At some point, somebody invented non-linear storytelling, and then all these big, all these big dick swinging authors say, "I can fucking do that." And guess what? No, no they fucking can't. No, it's, can't. When it's they done can. well, they make it a when mess. When it's done well, it's really good. It isn't there like an editorial staff that this has to get not by? Not Scott Snyder. Apparently. Yeah, but it's 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 Snyder. That's the problem. Yeah, maybe I mean, not. Like, really, that that to me is the most troubling aspect of this is this is the guy who has written his entire new 52 Batman run from the quarter owls up to the Joker storyline that it ended with. There's not a bad issue in the bunch. I, there's just not it. It was one of those things we used to joke about it last year, recording the podcast of like, well, the new issue of Batman came out and it's great, you know, like it, because <laughs> of course it was, this was, yep. this was so, so not. not. So not. So. Is this like a case where everybody gets one? It's gonna. That's good. That's it. I hope that's so. That's it. Because I'm gonna get the next one. Because I have faith. Like I'm gonna read the Court of Owls again in the meantime to restore that faith because it's fucking shattered right now, shattered and crying in the corner. But. Ugh. Oh boy. I will not pick up a Batman book until JR. Well. Off. He's apparently in for the long haul. Jar Jar? Yeah, I'm not reading All-Star right, Batman. I remember when the phrasing All-Star meant something. Yeah, who was it last time? All-Star oh. Superman. The best Superman story ever written. Uh, I, I put it at number two. I put it at... To what? Uh, Superman for all seasons. Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Hmm, Okay. Uh, it, I, 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 you're, you're entitled it's, to that opinion. It, it's, it's a valid one. It's fucking it's arguable. All-Star Superman is amazing, though. Also a really good movie, unlike The Killing mm -hmm. Joke, which, did you see that yet, Evan? Boom, 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 boom. Uh, yes, it makes it much better if you just fast forward through the first okay, half hour. fair enough. All right, so uh, last book of the week, Old Man Logan, number 10, uh, The Last Ronin, part two. And uh, uh, Jeff Lemire... Andrea Sorrentino um, continues to be possibly the best book put out month after month on the stands. This issue has, um, let's see, let me, let me th flip through my pages here because I want to be accurate in my reporting. Um, the splash page of Logan climbing up out of the well to get to the bad guy is so incredible. It is... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight 
32 individual panels oh, making up a double-page okay. spread. Uh, you said splash page. Sorry, yeah, double-page. Like... Didn't shot with arrows the whole time. shot with arrows the whole time. The, the, the determination and the, the grit and the chutzpah to fucking... Ooh, holy whoa. shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I grew up in the Northeast, so... I was, Stand-up philosopher. Um, holy shit, I mean... <laughs> oh! <laughs> a bullshit artist. Did you bullshit today? No. <laughs> Did you try to bullshit today? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> this book... That's for you, Dean. We miss you. incredible, man. I, this book is so gorgeous. So gorgeous. That well imagery, I, that, like four pages yeah. in... That was gorgeous as well, and it's, it's just him oh, wow. in a hole. That's Logan it. in a well. Uh, so the story that we have so far is Logan has traveled to Japan. Uh, he is hunting down Lady Deathstrike after the shit that happened in Alaska, where the uh, the Marauders came to get him. Uh, Deathstrike is is on the run from Logan. Um, he uh, he wakes up in this well talking to Maureen, his wife. Because, again, this is the old man. For those of you who haven't read any of these issues yet, this is Old Man Logan from the future, the uh, Old Man Logan storyline that was done by Mark Millar. Um, his wife is dead. He's been brought back for some reason through, or through some reason in Secret Wars. We really haven't gotten, I don't think, a good explanation of that yet. But nope. he's back, and it's great. He's stuck in this well and every time he tries to climb up and get out of this well he uh <laughs> gets up there and the the guy is standing there and he says impressive and then shoots him with an arrow through the chest to knock him all the way back down the well again it was like oh you're gonna fucking die dude and holy shit am i gonna be happy when logan gets you this is uh this is and what i what they're doing that's so cool in this book is that Logan is meeting all of these characters from the old man Logan storyline back before they knew him. So, like, these are all people that he knows. Mm -hmm. This guy, Sohei, is a guy that he and Maureen have experience with in the old man Logan timeline. Back here, Logan knows him and is like, I fucking know everything about you, and I, I've killed you once. I'm going to fucking kill you again. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And this guy's like, I don't fucking know who you are, dude. Whatever. Why you gotta be a dick? I'm gonna shoot you with this arrow again. And this, in an example of nonlinear storytelling done well, flashes back, tells you the shit you need to know, and then jumps back to the present again. That's how Did you it do it. Incredibly well. Um, I mean, just goddamn. Logan eventually makes it up out of the well, and Lady Deathstrike is in a cage. She's like... <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna die now. She's like, nah, son. <laughs> Sorry, you're not. You're not gonna win. Um, because Logan gets up out of here, and uh, he says, you know, eventually you're gonna run out of arrows, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up there. So, <laughs> so, so badass. badass. Um, but when he gets up there, uh, we get to the point where the guy says, you know, we, uh, you know, you are not just fighting me. Well, pirate. Um. You're um. not fighting me. We are the silent order. And to fight me is to, or to face me is to face all of us. To kill me, you must kill us all. 
and this final page in this issue of dude wearing the fucking demon mask, um, which I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now, um, but he's wearing the demon mask, and he's got his katana in front of his face, and the reflection of Logan in the katana, I mean, it's just, God damn it, this book is gorgeous. I, son of a yes. bitch. So good. This is a like yes. this is a book where thankfully I am just a podcaster and not a comic book creator. Because if I I would read this and go, fuck, I'm gonna go do something else with fuck, my I'm life. Fuck, I'm done. Because I am not this good. It is. Holy shit, is it good? Yes. <sighs> yep. 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 Anything to add, gentlemen? I'm I mean, glad I, I read I, this one last. Sorry, I kind of jumped all over that one, but. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's fine. This is this is it's the perfect way to tell this story. Yeah, it's done perfectly. I don't. N- the only complaint, not yeah, enough. I, yeah, need more. I mean that that's really the only complaint we have consistently had with this book is that it ends. <laughs> it's and it's also a short book. Like this one was twenty pages. Yeah, give or take twenty one. Yeah, it's usually about twenty two. I think. So that that seems to be a number in comics. I don't know. I just know it's just if it, it like, yeah, we got fifty six pages of fucking Cthulhu banking. <laughs> it wasn't and, bad, <laughs> and I only get twenty pages of Logan yeah. kicking ass. Uh, you got you got to imagine if they stretched it out, maybe it might not be as good, and then we'd all be sad. I don't know, man. All right, I'll 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 let that I'll let that I, go. If this book does not win all the awards this year, I will be very. Very sad panda. Very, very sad. <laughs> um, yeah, I, gentlemen, I think that's going to uh, wrap it up for this week. Evan, you said you wanted to be uh, on time and 47 minutes in. Look at that. Running a tight ship. It's because fucking Dean's not here. Thankfully, I have another three minutes before I pass out for oh, beat good. stroke. Well, in that time, announcer guy, why don't you say a couple things? Thank you, Dan. Attention listeners. Did you know the Geek Aid crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geek Aid website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with Geek Aid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at geekaid.com. Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan. Thanks again, Announcer Guy, and once again, thank you, yes, you, the listener, for listening to this podcast. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can always send us an email, that's mail at geekade.com. If you want to get a hold of any of us individually, you can always find us on Twitter. You can find me at Dan. You can find Evan. Geekade you can underscore find Evan. Matt. And Geekade you can find Matt. Dean. Kimono underscore best lord. While you're at it, sending us a chat talking about, you know, the news of the day, the things that are happening. Isn't it crazy what Trump said? I feel like we can say that every week just from now until November and be like, wasn't that (laughs) fucking nuts? He's fucking nuts. While you're at it, why don't you head on over to iTunes or Stitcher, leave us a nice five-star rating and review. It's the easiest way to get more eyes and ears on the show, and it costs you absolutely nothing Join us again next week when we have a whole slew of new books to talk about that we're going to pick out here in just a couple minutes to let you behind the scenes of the uh, show. 
Are you fanning yourself or telling me to hurry up, Evan? Because if that's a hurry up. No, sweet Lord. I'm, it's fucking <laughs> if hot. If you are hitting the wrap it up button, I'm going to stretch this shit out like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Join us again next week when we have a whole new batch of shit to talk about. Until that time, for Evan John Goldstein, for Matthew Much, for Dean DeFalco, and for Dan Ryan, I am Dan Ryan.